0: Australia. This is episode 136 of the Normal Blokes, a podcast dedicated to improving the competitive 40k experience. I'm Denith, and today we are joined by Mr. Down Under 40k himself, Ben Way. How you doing, mate? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, I am lovely. We we're both, you know, a good week out from coming back to Australia. Sleep pattern has been restored. And um, today, we are going to be talking coaching slash uh, support teams for uh, for Team for Team 40K, specifically the WTC. Um, ben, how was your uh, post-WTC
1: travels, mate? it was fantastic. Uh, caught the train on the Monday, everyone, well, a majority of the team, I should say, flew back to Australia. I went up to Amsterdam for a couple of days, then over to um, London and the UK for... About you know five or six days after that, so I've been back as of recording uh five days <laughs> um so so actually I've, i was pretty lucky with the jet lag, but um yeah, it was an overall awesome trip away from me. I was pretty lucky to get three weeks off to uh as my wife put it um you know basically just gallivant around europe that was the <laughs> the term the term used yeah so uh yeah, it was good, mate. It was. Good. How about you? I know. I know that you had a good little trip after the big week. Yeah, me and Josh McMillan had a little uh, crusade
0: through Europe, um, starting in crusade. Bud- yeah, <laughs> starting in Budapest. We were there for a few days. Um, I, I say days, not nights, because I don't remember sleeping for like a week. Um, and then a couple of days in Rome, caught up with some mates. It was it was awesome, man. Like I haven't properly travelled Europe outside of like sport or Warhammer. So like, it was really nice to, to actually see how cool some of these countries are. Um, I'm about, I don't know about you, but a couple of weeks into travel, I always like realize how awesome a country Australia is to live in. So I was really happy to be home, <laughs> but, um, but no, nah, it was, it was mad fun and I'm, I'm getting my energy levels back to normal now. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was, um, I was definitely happy to be home, but we were pretty lucky with the weather the whole time. I reckon it only rained like the, my whole three weeks I was over there, probably like probably a day in total, to be yeah. honest. Like yeah. throughout little showers here and there, so it was pretty good. Yeah, it was it was beautiful.
0: Like if anything, it was a little bit too warm. we were like, oh, calm down, Europe. <laughs> this is an Australian yeah, well, summer.
1: <laughs> one thing I will say, um, after living in England for a majority of my life, but. Uh, was don't be fooled because it might have had you thinking it was like all pretty and all all beautiful and sexy yeah. the whole time, but it's it's, it's very grey and cold a lot of the other time, mate. So yeah,
0: that's that's particularly fair. But um, but mate, we've uh, we've got you on to discuss a little bit about uh, your your journey onto the team, and yeah, you know, the last episode I recorded with Will Milton on on his path. Now tell us a little bit about like about your journey into 40 K and, and, um, and into the competitive scene and essentially your your path onto the team for those who haven't heard you before.
1: Um, well, so I probably got back into, um, 40 K after like the typical story, played it when I was a kid, mainly fantasy for me actually. Um, but I played a fair bit of 40 K when I was a kid and then got back into it probably, I want to say at the beginning, beginning of eighth edition i kind of found myself in it playing, playing casually and then, um, got, you know, got really into it towards the, you know, started playing some casual tournaments and stuff like that. Um, then, you know, obviously ninth edition was rumored to come out and then COVID hit obviously was a huge thing. Um, and um, me and, me and Dale, um, we'd met at a casual tournament before that, um, in in eighth edition. And we were, you know, we were looking at maybe starting a league. And and when kind of we we were about to start it, and then we got shut down um, for COVID. And then we thought, Oh, look, ninth edition's out, let's just leave it a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, And then yet we we ended up starting the league and kind of the rest was history after that, like everything kind of snowballed out of control. (laughs) <laughs> and we're doing content and content and running events, running leagues, got now statewide circuit and stuff like that, and getting more and more involved with the community. And yeah, just generally just kind of doing it, doing a lot of everything kind of thing. And yeah, just, just enjoying helping Kind of build and connect, not really taking ourselves too seriously as well at the same time. Like that was a that was a huge thing for Dale and I. You know, was um, you know, it was just making sure that we were having as just as much fun with it as you know, as much as most as most we hoped everyone else was. Um, who was kind of coming along with the journey. So that was kind of was a big thing for us. Just to let you know, we, we were just normal blokes having a crack at it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it was, always, it was always yeah, it was always a good it was always good times. So, but yeah, here I am now, and then um, went to Belgium. You told me like three years ago that I'd be doing this. Even two years ago, um, I would have, I would have laughed here, yeah, but here I am. So,
0: <laughs> I, I literally remember me and Wayne having the same conversation, like when we were there last year. It was like, man, did you ever think that from all those ga- days, just playing it? games workshop that we'd ever be here. <laughs> so, and, and look, honestly, man, I, like, <laughs> like the stuff you guys have done in New South Wales is, is properly inspirational. Like, I think you guys, no one in Queensland's going to like me saying this, but I think New South Wales runs it the best of all the states. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, well,
1: we wouldn't, we wouldn't do anything if we didn't have people kind of like encouraging us and baiting us into doing more basically. So as much as, you know, we, we might have had a bit to do with that, like, we wouldn't have done it if, like, we weren't being, like, egged and spurred on by the whole <laughs> whole of the state down here, because they, they are absolute animals, a whole, whole yeah. bunch of them. Oh, they're so, hungry. Really and and they know them. it, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. And... Um... So, what, uh, what made you want to apply for the, the team as a, as a coach? Because I know a lot, of, um, a lot of listeners might have heard, obviously, have experience with playing 40K and playing for teams. So, what kind of motivation would, would make someone want to be part of the support
1: staff? Well, I think, for me, I've got an unusual thing. I was actually, um, it was kind of, I had the seed sowed, sown to me by a few people that um, maybe I should, like, hinting at me, I should, I should apply. Um, and it's kind of something that I'd never really thought was in my kind of scope of not so much what I wanted from forty K, but what I was able to do, if you know what I mean. So and that was in, in in prospect to having a business um and stuff like that. But also just like, you know, always been focused on running events and stuff like that and and game wise, like I've yeah, I've had I've had a good season here and there, but I've, I'm not someone who's who's won who's won a won a big event or anything like that. So I never kind of considered myself kind of good fodder for it, if you know what I mean. So um, when approached to it, I definitely got intrigued, and then I kind of um, spoke to a few of the few of the guys and kind of you know thought to thought kind of got a, you know I spoke to Eric, spoke to a few people, kind of got an idea of kind of what was look, what was you know kind of needed and what they were looking for and stuff like that, and I thought. Oh, you know what? I might, I might just apply and and have have a have a little crack at it, and then, yeah, I think like it was about being part of it and seeing the process and being being like kind of on the inside a little bit, or, if you know what I mean. For me, yeah. but when you kind of when you kind of involved with it, you realise there isn't an in, that you are yeah you're on the inside or whatever, but like you kind of it's not a it's not a like this it's not gate kept if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's more about just that you know looking for a person like looking for an attitude. So oh, yeah. that's what it felt like
0: so yeah like I was um a little bit involved with Liam on um the the selection of I guess the the support crew of the coaches this year and and one of the things we really look for uh, was people that were ready to kind of put their time energy on the line of course, but it wasn't like a a selfish desire, like on a personal gain, it was there for the team and like all the stuff that you'd done and the the type of person you are in the community, um, you know, was was just a showing to that. And man, like (laughs) I I think next year we're going to even, we're going to have like even more roles to fill um, of non-players that they don't all have to be coaches or people who go over, but I think um, you know the team is only going to grow. Um, what kind of things? Because I know in in your like personal professional life, you manage like a in 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 the workplace. Did you see some of those skills being able to be transferred over to like coaching people playing toy soldiers?
1: Yeah, I think um, so, but probably not in the way that people people think immediately because they think. Or because you can manage people or you know i'm used to managing people i'll be good good in a team environment um honestly it's it's more about like if you're good at communicating within within a team that's actually what i found was the key um it wasn't about like just because you're a leader in a team that you're currently in doesn't mean you're going to be the leader of a team that you're suddenly joining you know that's what's really important mean, there's like a perspe- perspective there, you know, and, and a perception that, um, you know, you're brought in to suit, to be, to play the exact role that you play in other teams. Yes. Yeah. If, if that makes any sense. Um, so the ability to be able to communicate within, like within a team environment and um, encourage certain people, recognize that certain people need different types of support and stuff like that, I think was something that my workplace and my kind of career is, has has me well-suited in this kind of environment, was kind of just recognizing, recognizing, you know, reading between the lines of what people people kind of think and feel and what they kind of need, if you know what I mean, which was, was yeah. definitely something that I found that I probably did pretty good at. So,
0: Oh, yeah, man. And I think, um, you know, there were a few times that we were discussing on how to best, you know, help players and, and manage players. And, and that's a, a big point that you hit on, that that everyone's kind of, everyone's needs or, or things that they need from support staff or, you know, coaches is different, right? Like <laughs> a cl- classic example, you won't mind me saying this, but Liam, you can almost just like leave on his own <laughs> and just let him do his own thing. And he'll just mentally manage and just get redder and redder and redder. But, but after having a beer, he'll be okay. <laughs> but like certain other players or even other coaches might need a bit more help. Um, in terms of like moving from that singles environment, for, for people who haven't played like a big team event like this, what kind of role do, do
1: did you see the coaches kind of filling um, on the day? Um, I, I feel like not only was it important just to let them know um, that they had, because obviously when people think of coaches, they think, you know, there's a water boy element and stuff to it, which there certainly is. But, um, you know, but what I think the whole thing encompasses is like being, just having someone there who isn't because who isn't involved in their own in their own kind of shit, if you know what yeah. I mean. Because yeah. like you have like even if Liam does a lap round, like he's like, yeah, this is, all looks great or whatever, but at the same time he's thinking about his table. Mm-hmm. Um, he's thinking about exactly where he's at, you know, it's nice to have people who are just invested in like, you know, if there's a judge call to a table and it's involving, you know, the other team who's called it over. And, you know, you, one of your guys is there with, with two other judges, and, uh, sorry, two, uh, another coach and another judge. It's just to be there, make sure your player knows that there's a, you know, there's a dude standing next to him yeah. from his team, you know, and stuff like that. And that he can kind of um, say anything to if he needs to or send a message over. Mm. Um, so I think it's like, um, I think that, you know, you're there for communication, you're there for general support, but... I think it's just um, making sure that everyone's kind of that you reminding them as a team around them still. Because yeah. I think sometimes you could probably some of those tables probably feel a bit lonely sometimes. I imagine. one hundred percent, man. Yeah. So, like, um, did I kind of get the get the notion get the kind of um, what you're looking for there, Denise? I feel like um, yeah. I could kind of ramble on about that for, oh, no, for a while. You know, that's... give you a little like. Um, examples and stuff like that for a while, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of you're there like to support in every aspect of it, like whether yeah. it be the the hard times, the good time, you know, the good times, making sure people have got what they need. Sometimes, like Will Milton, just needs another Red Bull. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he needs yeah. it right now, right there. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You know, that's got to make sure he's got his Red Bull, that guy. So yeah, man.
0: it's gonna be ready to rotate Iron Shields. But um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's exactly right, man. And like. I, I, I get this a lot when I play, like, singles and teams myself. Like, you're just worn out, right? Like, you're actually just mentally exhausted after a couple of hard rounds. And I think the, the, the big – one of the huge benefits, like you said, of, like, the coaches and support team is, is like, taking all the unnecessary, like, mental and physical load off the players. Like, they don't have to think about that water bottle yeah. bottle being f- filled up as simple as that task is. Or, like, they don't have to think about their army getting packed up or, or getting to the table and setting up the terrain. And, like, I ac- I actually think that, you know, these little, small little gains we get here and there actually make the players play better. So, um... I, I, my personal view, and we talked about this after last year's campaign, like probably realistically minimum four coaches allows you to do that. I don't think you can do it with less because you you really need, you know, people on the floor. Um, But the, I guess the, the other part of it, you know, going over and playing at that caliber event, did you see a lot of differences between kind of the teams event and scale we have here, like at ATC to, to something like WTC? Was there like a massive step up for you?
1: Um, I think when you see, and I think eight man teams has a step up in um, granularity um, and just every aspect of 40K, right? Like when you step up to eight man teams, you're looking for a different, th- you know, an, three more books that you, you know, you might not, might not use. Yeah. You've got a whole different type of player, um, different granularity within roles. Um, The pairing teams, pairing's team actually has to be a team you know what I mean, at that point, um, and stuff like that. I think that when you, like, it's, yeah, it's totally different. It's massive. And I think that, like, this when you see it even ramped up on a physical level and you've got, like, 36 countries plus two <laughs> UN teams, so, like, 38 times eight players, right? And then, like, just, you know, if you're the USA, you've got 30 coaches or whatever it was, <laughs> I don't where yeah. I swear, like every day. Like, and, and thing is, I talked to a few of them online yeah. before. So I was like, and then one, like, one of them was like, one of them would go away for two days, like during the event, and come back, and they'd just been like in Bruges or somewhere like that. So, yeah. but like, <laughs> you look at the sheer amount of people, just the scale, the scale of like what you need to support that and around it. Mm-hmm. Like, like Australia can do that, but like eight man teams, like that is just that's that of that many. You know that many times. That's wild. That's a, it's such a big space. It's such a big event. It's such a like from coming from like a TO, you know, and watching the boy watching those guys put on that kind of event. <laughs> that level, I'm just like, I'm just like, no wonder they only do this once a year. Yeah. The boys boys got shocked after it, didn't they?
0: I I still remember after the event was done and everyone was like, you know, putting away the beers and you were just like, I'm so happy we don't have to pack this up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was. When they were just like, just leave the table, drain-packed it, I was like... Thank God. Because, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, thank God that I had to pack this away. And then I, then I saw the state of our team and how we had to drag oh. them back to their accommodation. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man, it doesn't seem that that unappealing now to pack away give <laughs> <you know>,
0: them <laughs> Yeah.
1: Look, the most
0: dangerous time of, of my, the most dangerous part of my whole time in Europe, including like Eastern Europe, was the final walk back from the necker hole to the hotel when we were all drunk in the middle of Belgium. Like, Man. So many it, near it car accidents.
1: Yeah, it I nearly fell into a bush and stayed there like it was ah oh. <laughs> It was like all of it was like all of a sudden, all of a sudden with um with with a few of them had finished a bit early on their games and had a couple of beers and next minute they're all just like legless within like <laughs> three beers um the, are, are the beers that turned out they're drinking were like 13 percent or yeah, something like that well, a couple so. of the canadian yeah the couple of the canadian boys were whinging about those beers only having two or three and then being absolutely wiped too so <laughs> i think and, it was something that caught a few countries off guard so yeah, we also had like the three
0: people in our team with the lowest BMI, like like Terrison, Chris Wright, Macca, just pumping like three of them. <laughs> it did too, didn't they? Yeah. So it was uh yeah, it was nasty. Um but but man, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Do you reckon you'll go back again?
1: I'd love to go back again. Look, I also already think of ways I can kind of persuade the wife into it. I don't <laughs> know if I can do the the, uh, the, the following two week jawn after yeah. that's probably pushing my luck. Yeah. But, um, I'm hoping to go through it again. Like for me, it was somewhere that I didn't feel, um, didn't feel like I'd ever do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can't say I'd ever thought I'd ever, like, and I know, you know, we always make joke about me being Aussie Ben, but like, <laughs> you know, as Australia was, I was born I was born here and, you know, it was really pretty like, amazing to represent my country at some, uh, you know, at something, which was, you know, not what I was, not what I would have expected when I was, um, you know, 20 years ago, if you'd asked me, but, but like, you know, here, here I was and it was, it was, it was absolutely incredible experience. Um, and the whole, the whole like crew, the whole team, um, like I remember being, remember the, the when we we're having dinner the, the night after the last round, I was like, so what now? Like what happens? <laughs> uh, you now, like, I feel like I've been through the most hectic eight days and, like, honestly, what feels like like a four or five-month campaign. Yeah. Probably a little bit shorter for this one because of the 10th edition release date. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, what felt like – and I was just like, look, it can't just be – this has been intense. Like, we've been li- living living off each other's backs for the last eight days. And, like, you know, it was an amazing experience and, like, hats off to all the players um, who played – um, the, you know, and, and especially the boys who played War, War Masters and teams as well. Um, and shout out to all this, all this, all this, um, the support staff as well. Like all of the other coaches all just killed it. So yeah, man, that's it it was such an amazing event. Yeah.
0: We, I talked about it on the last ep, um, I recorded with Will Milton that, um, you know how rare is it to get the opportunity to rep- to represent your country in something like it's it's something that i feel some some players or coaches that if they get too deep and they're just thinking about the whole process and they they kind of just forget to to sit back and and just look and realize hey i'm i've got you know i got this big kangaroo on my shirt how cool is that <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's important to remember that like irrespective of result or journey like it's it's a massive achievement it's a I mean, it's, it's something a lot of people don't get to do. So, um, you know, for anyone listening who wants to, you know, give that journey a proper shot as a player, as a coach or, or whatever, um, you know, do it. It's, it's awesome. And that you touched on that point, Ben, that, you know, like the team of 13 has just been like in the pressure cooker for the, the best part of six months. I mean, a month realistically in 10th, which was crazy. But, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of strong bonds were built in that. Like there are guys that I wouldn't have ever – Talk to too much even within the 40k scene that i'm now like really good friends with just from that campaign so yes yeah. there is a bit of a like a bit of a lull in in the feel of when it's all over but um i think there are a few few questions of oh what's going to happen now we still going not use the group chat <laughs> and it's like of course <laughs> there's gonna be a year worth <laughs> yeah. of news in that group chat
1: <laughs> yeah so, at least at least yeah so um something something that i had when i came in first came into it was i had a lot of imposter syndrome mm. where i was like wasn't sure wasn't sure if i was meant to be there and stuff like that at the beginning mm. and then all of a sudden like you know it kind of realized that we were getting busier and busier and busier and i was doing stuff and i was like testing stuff and stuff like that. and all of a sudden like it was like then we were going and it was kind of i was in too deep to even after a while I was too busy <laughs> too busy and in too deep for me to even feel that you know what i mean you just kind of get it kind of washes over you and it wasn't until like i heard you say it on when you're speaking to will that i thought it hadn't even occurred to me that i was like yeah wow because it was like it was it was pretty awesome walking in there like all the stories i'd heard obviously being you know speaking to eric and talking to josh um and obviously chris you know the local boys as well like about um when you go over there and what the hall's like and stuff like that and tell them what it's like, actually going over there, experience it was a whole, whole different thing. Um, but it was kind of exactly what they said it was like, but, you know, uh, through my own eyes, if you like. So it was pretty incredible. Yeah. So, the, the grandeur of
0: the thing is, is actually pretty intense. Like it's the biggest, yeah, it's, it's the
1: biggest 40k hall
0: that I've ever seen.
1: Right. It is, it is the grandeur, but it's still like just a massive 40k tournament with like people people that you know you would never meet like yeah. from who are just into the same thing which is wild And like on the subject of coaches what you said earlier as well um we played portugal i think it was round two um and those boys it was the first time they fielded a, um eight portuguese at WTC. like last year they had four mercenaries and the poor bastards didn't have a coach at all and they looked exhausted yeah. Every single round, I saw them, like, lugging all their stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, didn't it? Like, it sounded like that looked that looked hard with no coaches. That oh, yeah. really hard.
0: Yeah, I, I actually think, you know, you, you can't... There's no way, right? There's no way you can perform at the, the highest of levels as a team without some kind of support element. So um, No, they're all
1: just, like, looked knackered, didn't they? Yeah, they
0: look proper exhausted. <laughs> they, uh, it's yeah. funny though, because we play them, they're like a lovely budgy guys, but they, <laughs> I remember when we sat down with them, or across them at the pairing's table, we looked at them and we're like, damn, these guys are like these these early 30s to mid 30s, like real sexy silver foxes with like nicely groomed beards. Oh, they're, like, yeah they're, they're all good, so looking, good looking units looking, right aren't they? yeah <laughs> it's exactly what you imagine like a, a young man from portugal to look like <laughs> was and was then quite, at the end of the event they were all just buckled <laughs> yeah they
1: were all, bu- all buckled yeah. <laughs> yeah they had a good time though and i yeah. um i think it was good to see them they got they got a pretty big win i can't remember who it was against but like it was it was pretty big i remember seeing it on the scores and being like wow they really took the Really took that out mm. on uh, on the, on those guys. So yeah, good on them. So I hope nice. to see them again next year. Oh yeah, man, they were they were awesome.
0: And look, on that point, Ben, like as a coach, it, it is sometimes hard because like one thing I felt as well is is being part of that team where you've got these eight weapon players, and you kind of question like, oh, what what can I actually add to this situation? Like, what can little old me do to to make their life better or even just help them and it's definitely less of a like coach role, which is like, I don't know if the term coach is appropriate anymore, right? Like maybe it was a few years ago, but I think now the culture is changing or it's more of that support team where you've got kind of, yeah, you've got, you've got elements of, of being a helper and bringing stuff and, and setting up, but you've also got like even tech elements now you've got, you know, morale elements you've got like to the point where like one of the teams had a, had a physio, right? So like
1: some, there's yeah. some, there's some chiropractor. Yeah.
0: So like there is even opportunity down the track for like the support team to, to have different ways to add, add value. Like I think, one thing our team did really well is the coaches were really good at keeping morale really high and different coaches knew how to do that really well with different players to the point where we almost assigned different people to, to help with different players that they gelled well with. And, um, you know, we had guys who were, were super, super good on the rules as well. So when there was any kind of big issue, we had people with, um, you know, appropriate laptops that were brought up with, uh, with rules and, and, uh, and and knew exactly where to find stuff and had all the FAQs loaded up, so different people can fit those different roles really well. And I think you know if if you're sitting listening to this, thinking you can add, you know, value to to a team, then then you probably can. So it's it's a it's a good thing to speak up about because I think the way the game's going, the more you can get done behind the scenes, the the stronger the actual team will
1: be on the table. Yeah, I don't think it's almost like when you see. Um, from the inside and we did so much it still feels like there's always room oh, to do man. to do yeah. more and it always feels like there's m- always more support that can be given at in, in in more work that can be done at any point so you know even when you feel like you've covered everything which we had we've done we know, we've done some serious work it still felt like oh it'd be nice to have another couple of weeks on this or another yeah. another couple of days on this or another rep couple of reps of
0: these factions and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Oh, 100%, man. Like, there were five of us there, and we had a round where we thought things were going pretty well, and then things started to turn, and at, at the end, there was one game in particular, um, Jeremy Martino's game, and I was like, damn, I should have just sat at his table. <laughs> like, I and I only had the hindsight to think of that at the end of the round, I'm like, damn, I could have actually just afforded to sit there and sort that out. <laughs> so, like, yeah, 100%, there will always be stuff that... um we can I guess improve on or even miss so yeah I'm I'm interested to see how next year's campaign goes for us but also like with other countries and how they approach it because like I'm just waiting for something cool to get like punched out of the water in in terms of a support team so
1: I I think you're totally right though poach is definitely not the right word for it anymore yeah it's because yeah it doesn't work at all because it gives this kind of um just gives a false kind of position like a sense of actually what the person's doing because you're not even support some we're not playing the game at all right we've got nothing to do with the actual 40k i feel like it should support stuff is is probably the nearest you get but um like you said people have different roles but like it's more about the times they use those roles as well like some mm-hmm. some guys who like let's look at Ben warrior for example um, a guy who was essential for um, Liam's survival and sanity <laughs> throughout the event, right? And yeah. he needed to be. He was like, you know, he he knew how, how what Liam needed and how when he, you know, and like in terms of support, and <clears throat> you know, would have been able to pick it better than anyone else. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you you know, the, there's got to be some sort of like link there and people who just good they have to be good communicators you know they that's can't it. just um good communicators and kind of understand when players need a hand or just need space and stuff like that you know so yeah that's a 100 percent right like <laughs> that's um
0: that reminds me of like the relationship between brody and, and alex inglesos and it was pretty much like brody just yeah. turns up has no idea where the models are or came from or what they are <laughs> they're just banded to 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 be in a unit that Alex is like rapidly setting up and rapidly packing up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly it. And he's already he's already got all like the certain FAQs and stuff already on his phone ready to go. Yeah, because for certain scenarios.
0: Yeah, because poor Brody's moving like 200 plus models and <laughs> and he's doing it in a way that like he's not clocking out, but his opponent's clocking out every game. <laughs> and like to some respect, like because he doesn't have to, it's not as if Alex is helping him move models because he's not, that's not allowed, but it's it's the fact that he can actually mentally unload and not think about a hundred other different things and only can think about, you know, and and can afford to only think about some basic movement stuff with his list that actually allows that list to perform so well. (laughs) So like that's the cool stuff I think that the support team can unlock really, really well. So um, it's a That's lot. Right. I know. I know you guys are starting your ATC campaign for New South Wales stuff pretty shortly, and I think uh, yeah, same thing with Queensland. We're gonna try and uh, try and see what we can can milk out of this experience to 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 get stronger. But um, absolutely, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see uh, see what next year brings uh, for WTC. If if either of us are, are a part of it, it would be freaking freaking awesome, man.
1: Yeah, it would be. It would be. You know, but like. Like what um what's been said before, it's a it's a big push, um, big personal push from the person who wants to go over in terms of time, time commitment, you know, and money, obviously as well. So yes. there, it's, you know, it's it's something that's worth you know, you've got to before you apply, you've got to be definitely very you have know, good, good think about that and make sure you can you can see it through to the end um before you apply. It's very important that it's probably the big the most important question you have to ask yourself, I think yeah and i I
0: do respect that it may be hard for some people to to put themselves into that role where they're not in the driver's seat like they're not the player and they are one hundred percent completely just like supporting and assisting from the sideline it's It's almost like like for some people i i understand it can feel like there's there's no or there would be no personal glory there, but just let me tell you <laughs> from from being on <laughs> this year's team and last year's team, it's it's a bloody awesome feeling to be part of that, even, you know, even supporting.
1: So um, if it's yeah, something well, you're you think... Yeah, we're not considered can... like that. The no. eight don't consider you like that. Um, no way, yeah. And I think it's it's getting to the point, like within the 40K community and the game itself, that it's not thought of that either. You know, like we are... We are like the sports staff are fully fledged members of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't play, we don't play, and we aren't the gun shows moving the models around and stuff like that. Look, that's that's hundred percent true. Yeah. But kind of all, but getting those boys to there and getting it sorted and making it so they can get to the position where they can play it—that is definitely us that's yeah. that help help enable that. You know, so. Yeah. Like I know, so, I, I feel
0: you do as well, but I get like a massive amount of pride when like if we win a round or if we do really well,
1: like that, that yeah. feels like a personal win. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. A hundred percent. No, it was, it was, it was the best, one of the best of um, displays, like the te the, the team spirit was, you know, something that and the, I'll, I'll never be prouder um, of how we rallied as a team um, after our lost to France just to yeah. get back on the horse. And you get back on how we did as well yeah. in the kind of ferocity that we did was yeah. um, like a massive credit, and I don't think there's many other countries who could rally that kind of team spirit and that kind of, you know, well that's that's enough now. We've had one round where we kind of, you know, we got we we fucked around and found out, if you like, yeah. I and mean, then <laughs> yeah. it's time it's you know it's it's time to it's time to get some stuff done now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's what that's what the that that was like. Winning that next round um, was huge, like, was, was massive for us, yeah. I think. That was that was, that was a great feeling. That oh, was yeah, awesome. Man. Like, I, I
0: think the the team, like, all players, coaches, everyone, that, that bond that we had that allowed us to get, get through it, like, we saw this year and, and last year some teams, when they hit that bit of a hurdle, the team almost, like, some other teams, like, started to, like, fray at the edges and almost implode a bit. Like, that was not happening with Team Australia, which was something I'm super proud of super super yeah. proud of so 100 percent. it never
1: felt like it would either no you know i mean what so, no, was no, great yeah, so. everyone was everyone was pushing on
0: but um but look mate i think um yeah it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was an awesome campaign um what's your 40k calendar looking
1: like for the next for the rest of the year it's not looking very good actually <laughs> um look, <laughs> i've got i've I did, I was built into a couple of events, but I've had to cancel them due to work, but that was kind of to be expected anyway, so, you know, can't complain too much there, but I've got a couple of RTTs coming up, and I've got New South Wales Masters coming up, which I'll be running, Nice. Um, so there's a few stuff to do, see us through till Christmas, and then um, hopefully on for another good year next year. Yeah, unfortunately, um, everything's just coming, a bit, bit of a bad time of year for me this year, so, yeah. i just have to, but but I'm, I'm still, I'll still be playing, I'll be doing some hobby and stuff like that, so... What about
0: you? Yeah, nice. Well, um, honestly, pretty light was what I was thinking. (laughs) But uh, we got TNAO this coming weekend, which I'm excited about. Um, Might be a couple of other RTTs and, and smaller events later in the year, but we just had VTC for November pop up on the calendar today. Yeah. So that's
1: that the is the same date as new South Wales masters. Oh, so is it? Like, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, looks yeah, looks yeah. like yeah.
0: Queensland's going go to go after win it for uh, the fourth time in a row then. geez. Yeah. But, look,
1: so, I can only imagine the boys have already got their tickets for that one. So uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Can't, we just call
0: VTC QTC held in Victoria because uh, we just keep yeah. winning it, mate. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I but, know. yeah it's, it's, just it's been, a, it's been
1: a few years now.
0: So that's for sure. <laughs> but so, uh, We're very keen to go. So that'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, But yeah, bro. I I just want to say a big thank you for coming on and and talking. It's always good to to hang out and chat with you. And you're so so good and eloquent at uh, explaining stuff. So it's uh, it's fucking sick, man. Um, Before it was awesome. (laughs) Before we finish, is there any? I think definitely go ahead and and plug your stuff and where
1: people can find you. Oh well, I'm going to be me and Dale and I have taken a brief hiatus this year from the OG down on the 40k podcast. We'll be bringing it back in the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also catch uh, Sam, Sam Lemon, he's uh, smashing the content out on, on uh, I guess it's now a network, I, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and a wide, wide World of Warhammer, we've also got Alex and Mike as well doing Circuit Watch, I know they've got some stuff in the pipeline with a few Circuit events coming up in New South Wales, and yes. um, yeah, look, apart from that, you can find me kind of here, there and everywhere, but I'm I'm always lurking around online, mainly on um, hard Mind style pages, but um, yeah. Oh that thanks for having me on though. I really appreciate it. It's been
0: lovely to come on. Oh mate, it was sick and it was uh it was always good to to get that fresh view on stuff. But yeah, for everyone listening, thank you for your uh thank you for your participation. If you liked what you heard, give us a like on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you leave us a review, it does help new listeners find us. But uh yeah. Take it easy. We've got more WTC content coming over the next week, and then we'll have some more TNAO content coming up after that. So, see you then.